1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: On the uh, ride with Royce. I've uh, been filling in all week
1: here. Uh, we got preseason football tomorrow, which is crazy. You know, I got home late after doing the beer show. I probably got home about 730, helped, uh, helped the bride put the kids to bed, and I actually tuned in a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. Here's what I love about preseason football. Yeah, It wets our appetite. Yes, it Just, does. just enough. And then when you go through the highlights, and you're like, oh, okay. Because what are we doing? We're sorting out knowledge, but we're also trying to get some fantasy oh, scoopings. Yeah. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay. Be careful. And what do I care at this point? But I'm telling you this right now. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be good. Oh, slow down. I'm just slow. telling you. We, but here, here I, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a good team. I, I don't necessarily think they're going to be a playoff team. Define good define good. Okay, when you're 1 and what are they? 1 and 31 in the yeah. last two seasons. I think if you if they make it to 8 and 8, you think they're an 8 and 8 team? I think so. I think Baltimore is going to be The Browns are an 8 and 18? Eight I think they're that division. Look at that division. Pittsburgh's the class of that division obviously. yeah. I think Baltimore is a 4 and 12 operation right now. Really? Well, they're going to start Flacco. Now, unless Lamar, and the then Lamar is going to be starting with you know ten games to go or whatever. I'm just saying, I think the Browns are going to be a 500 team, and they're, they're and they're going to be a the ascending eight and eight team. You know what happened is the Browns set up the greatest
2: marketing campaign of any winless team in the history of the NFL. They went out and instead of instead of drafting the prototype a Sam Darnold kind of guy a Josh Rosen, they get the the Baker Mayfield who who is sort of that. Kind of rock star type, but Baker can play. No, no, he—he's—he's oh, he's the right pick. I'm just saying, they get a guy who people are going to pay attention to that team and Baker because of who he is. And then
0: now they, you're getting a first look with with the whole with the Hard Knocks thing. That's you're get, the other you're getting thing. A first look at him. Yeah.
2: Hard Knocks is the other component of this. We have been hypnotized by the Cleveland Browns, and it's almost like we have we're forgetting how bad they've been.
0: By the way, have either of you guys have you guys watched the first episode of that? I got yet? it on I got it on DVR. I love
1: football. I'm not a Hard knocks guy.
0: I got it, on it, it has nothing to do with
1: the show cuz I know the show quality is fantastic, but with me personally, I only I, have so much I time. W- I will tell yeah. you. What. I got it's, two kids. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I get it. I'll tell you what though. Watch watch the first episode and if you don't want to watch any more after that, reverse. Yeah. Don't, okay. but Watch the first episode, and by the end of it, you will be rooting for Hugh Jackson.
1: And here's the other thing too: Hugh Jackson, rooting for
0: Hugh, rooting for Hugh Jackson. Okay. Yes,
1: I do like I do like that Todd Haley's their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Even though he's a complete jerk, yeah. the guy's a good offensive coordinator. Um, I'm a Tyrod guy. Tyrod's not going to win Why? you. Tyrod's not going to win you a you championship. Went to one Buffalo playoff game, and you're a Tyrod guy. <laughs> all of a sudden, I, <laughs> what I'm saying Come on, is, man, Tyrod is the is the prototypical. He ain't gonna win you a game, but he ain't gonna lose you a game. He he's, he's gonna take care of the ball too much. That's his problem. He doesn't. He's not a risk taker. He he's French vanilla ice cream. Yes, that's perfect. Yes, that's exactly what it is. There's Nothing, even though it's a description for a black well, quarterback. That's it, 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 <laughs> that's probably the
0: first time and only time you'll hear that. But there's nothing to him. No. Look, the the reason why I say that you'll end up ro- rooting, kind of rooting for the Browns to do well and rooting for Hugh Jackson is because. This first episode you kind of see, I don't wanna really like spoil it for people or whatever who haven't seen it, but you Hugh lost his I think it was his brother and his mother in like less than a two week span. So it's a tear and, jerker. And yeah, it's it's a Here's bit of a tear di- jerker and you're and you're sort of seeing you're you're getting a sense of like the emotions of he's he's trying to change the you know I don't want to use culture culture that's what I I hate using culture because Pat hates that but he's trying to change the 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 mentality of the organization all while he's dealing with a personal tragedy in his own life and you kind of you can kind of get a sense of what you know how stressful it is to be an NFL head coach when you're trying to deal with 53 Grown men and trying to get them back on track grown get them men well, are all those deals
2: in that roster grown well, that's,
0: men That's that's that might be the challenge That's why you end up kind of rooting for Hugh because he's dealing with guys who are kind of I mean jar They show Jarvis Landry's get up and he he's given this long speech about guys that are slacking off I saw the stuff. speech it's, yeah. I saw the clip of the speech. It's 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 compelling. I it's guess it's over and the I, top. I, and I'm and I'm I'm not a huge hard knocks. I'm kind of like Reavers. I'm not a huge hard knocks guy either. But I I just watched it just because I was curious. The only
1: thing I've ever loved about hard knocks is the 45 seconds of Antonio Cromartie going through his 15 kids, <laughs> yeah. which is which is the greatest yeah. moment yeah. in NFL films history. That, I got, that, that. That was a great. Oh my god! Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that. And was, it wasn't even like. He wasn't trying to to portray anything. That's a village. Which is, I'm yeah. like, this is he has he has no idea how great <laughs> this it. is that he's rolling through. That's, That's about he had all. Four kids more. that were the same exact age. <laughs> That's the best part about oh. Hard Knights.
2: The personal stories are great, right? Yeah, and they yeah. get you interested. But overall, I, I don't. <laughs> I can root for Hugh as a man. And I just, look at him and look at him as a coach and go, you know what, this dude. He's gonna have a hard time keeping his job. You know what I hated about the Jarvis Landry speech, the rah-rah speech.
0: Hmm. To it's,
2: me, nothing it's Jarvis Landry. Well, right. nothing <laughs> motivates football players less than than one of those speeches. Like to me, I had a high school coach who came in at halftime one time, fellas, picked up a garbage can that was full and threw it against the locker, and then he was like you going to let somebody come into your house and beat up your kids and beat up your wife and do all these things? This Ooh. is what this team is trying to do. Ooh. And we're like, um.
0: Ooh. No, no. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's one step we're, too yeah, we're far. Like, we're like, um, yeah.
2: we're actually trying to beat this team from across town <laughs> and it's 7-7 right now and you just threw a garbage can against the locker and said something about yeah. family and protecting your family. Like, it's not that serious. Nope. And my thing is, well, if you're in the NFL – your motivation should be that bank account or winning championships. If I have to motivate dudes who are in the NFL, what am I doing?
0: Let me ask you this: Is did the Jarvis Landry thing kind of bug you because he's a wide receiver? Maybe, and I because, think they're all divas. Because it is, I, yeah, because because they're all
2: divas, and they wide all receivers think they want, all
0: kind of have this reputation of being, like you said, kind of divas. They and, all want
2: more attention. Yeah. Yeah, because because to me wide receivers, the best team is a team with wide receivers who don't talk, who just who just catch the ball. Like I don't I, I don't think I've ever cared what any wide receiver has ever had to say in the history of the NFL. I've just never been that interested in it.
0: Well,
2: you have compelling guys like Randy Moss. And I was I just get gonna that. say
0: when when Randy would talk, it would be pretty funny. <laughs> but
2: for me, overall, they're never satisfied.
0: They're never happy.
1: You've never done enough to get them the ball. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's because I was a no, running back. No, you don't don't lie to the audience. Adam Thielen, go Mavs. Come on. Well, Thielen. Yeah. Anytime he opens but, his mouth, but, it's gospel. But
2: true. <laughs> but we don't know who Thielen's gonna be a couple years from now, especially if they end up getting oh, a he's super bowl. Humbled. He's humbled. He he is. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, most wide
1: receivers are have that Jarvis Landry, you know, I gotta motivate the team and, and whatever. Get that. out of here. And speaking of that, too, I did see the one clip on Twitter this morning. Because I again I, I haven't watched the show, but it's the clip of uh Coleman, the wide receiver that just yeah. got traded. So it's showing mm-hmm. him and it must have been the end Corey of the Coleman, show, I think. Corey. Corey yeah. Coleman. So it's showing him walking into the coach's <laughs> office. I'm assuming. Yeah. Can you imagine that conversation? Yeah. Hey, we traded you. Oh, thank God, I'm out of Cleveland. <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, we're sending you to Buffalo. Oh, oh, Buffalo. Oh, bu- oh I see. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to Buffalo.
2: <laughs> you see Cam Newton and Calvin Benjamin? Did you see that? Uh, that looked weird. It looked
1: it looked like a show. But by the way. Did Kelvin Benjamin talk out of school? I, anything, everything he said no, is accurate. No, but I,
2: but I think what led to that altercation – it wasn't altercation, but if I put my hand out to shake your hand man-to-man and you just stare at my hand, I, I'm going to take offense to that. Sure. yeah, I think anybody
0: would. And I will I, say with with Kelvin Benjamin, I mean, the numbers are kind of – like the Panthers, since he got drafted, I think in what was it, 2014 – the Panthers have actually done better when he didn't play. Yeah. And I don't know if that has if that's directly related to him oh, or I not. Think it it's is. hard to tell, but it could be. But I mean, that does say something that I mean, he got hurt the year they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Broncos. That's right. He he tore his ACL in preseason. He didn't play that whole year. And yeah. they went 15 and 1 and went to the Super Bowl, so. And,
2: and then he put on weight like he was ordering too many bone-in wings. We'll be back <laughs> after this. Myron Metcalf here, uh, back on the ride with Royce. Been filling in all week. We uh, earlier this week we went over our projected win loss totals for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Manny and I uh, were at ten and six because yep, mm-hmm. brothers think alike. Uh, <laughs> Reavers was at twelve and six. Uh, twelve and four. 12 and four. Twelve and four. I'm sorry, obviously. Yep. Uh and a big part of his
1: 12-4 and four record was a sweep of the Green Bay Packers, which yeah. I'm still – If that Packer game at Lambeau was later in the year, I probably would have picked Green Bay. Really? Because it's early. You and think they'll I, catch them? I, I do. I think they're catching them and Lambeau at the perfect time. So,
2: I mean, we all have a general sense that this would be a double-digit team in terms of win totals.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How will this season end, though? Where, where does this end? What is the last game that the Minnesota Vikings – end up playing in in 2018. Now, they made the moves they did this offseason. Kirk Cousins obviously being the biggest move in order to position themselves to do what they couldn't do last year, and that's get through the NFC Championship and reach the Super Bowl and have a shot. Have they done enough to do that? That will be the question. I think right now they are number three in the NFC, although the Rams team I have ahead of them is a team they destroyed last year. So, so at ma-
1: home. At home. But they play them there It'll this year. It'll be different this yes, year, so maybe. Are they in their new stadium this year, or is that next no, year? I think oh, that's, that's next year. Okay. I think it's next year, Okay. Yeah. So for me, when you talk
2: postseason playoffs, anything can happen, right? Injuries can happen. Um, you know, the team you play and how that, that's a, a huge factor, matchups. But p- for me, I think this is the team... That gets back to the NFC Championship and loses again. Not because mm-hmm. they're not. Good. To who, do you know to who? Do you have a feeling of who? I, the Rams. I, I feel like when I look at that Rams team, they are good. What they've done defensively, yep. like to me, offensively, especially in the playoffs, it's if you're in that in the playoffs, you've got playmakers who can score and get you into the
1: red zone and do things that you know, put you in a favorable spot. That's a team, though, and a coach, McVay. You better hope you win early. Oh, you don't want them late because that is a locker room. That that's a locker room that has the 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 the, the, the personnel. Yeah. to be shredded with a couple of early season losses. You got Akeeb Talib, yeah, and Damacon Sue in that, yes. and Marcus Peters in that locker room, and
2: that that's going to be a lot of like you're going to need a team of people just to watch them when they're on the road. Yeah. making sure like nothing goes down because that the off the field should concern you more than anything with that, with the Rams, but on the field, on the field, yeah. that is a scary yeah. team
0: mm-hmm. on
2: both sides of the ball. And yeah. I just think the Vikings in the NFC championship game against the Rams could run into a better version of themselves.
1: Just, yeah, that's Just fair.
2: considering now golf is the X factor for me, Jared Goff. Was good last year. Is that real? I mean,
1: is that? Is I think that... they caught a few teams by surprise a little bit, and yeah. they were. And the Falcons exposed them in the
0: playoffs. Yeah, a tad, a
1: tad. I I could see NFC Championship game and another
2: loss. Where do you all stand, Manny? What do you think?
0: I think. Well, I have the Vikings going ten and six. I do think that will be good enough for them to win the division, and I think they will be a three seed at ten and six. Okay. I, I think the Saints are going to win the South, also at ten and six, but the Vikings will finish ahead of them in seeding because the Vikings will beat them. Okay. Um, and I think I could see the Vikings hosting like a Carolina or somebody as a three seed at US Bank Stadium, winning that game, and yeah. then I think they're going to lose in the divisional round to either Philadelphia or or the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I
1: I don't know. I the thing about the NFC this year. It's going to be a dogfight. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. You yeah. mean, look at, I mean, in the Vikings division, if Aaron Rodgers stays upright for the entire season, that's a better team. Yep. Um, the Bears are improving, but they're still the doormat of this division. Yeah, but you can't sleep. You can't just no, assume anything in look that Look at game. the West. Yeah, Seattle's going to have a bad year. Yeah. We, at least we all think that. But San Francisco's getting better. Yeah. And you got the Rams, as we were talking about. In the South. The Falcons are still a good team. The Saints are going to be right there. Carolina. Carolina. Tampa Bay is going to be awful. They will be. But here's the the one team that I don't think is getting talked about enough, which is uh, hard to believe. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be better. You got Zeke for a full year now. Zeke coming back helps. And he's motivated. Better be. Um, And Dak Prescott got, got exposed a little bit. But when Zeke's playing... Dak Prescott's a good quarterback.
0: And that's the best offensive line in football. And, and your know, number one seed. And you know what else with Dallas too to piggyback off of that Reavers? I think it's gonna be for the Cowboys, I think it's gonna be an addition by subtraction. I think Dez, rid of Des. I think yeah. Des Bryant, I don't I ain't got nothing personal against Des Bryant, but I think him, yep. those antics and that sort of Attitude being out receiver. of that locker room, yeah. I think, is really going to help Dak Prescott especially because I don't think Dak is going to feel this immense amount of pressure to get the ball to Des Bryant, especially with. I mean, you you figure with Witten retiring, and but you know if, if yeah. you figure if you figure Des is still there, Des is going to think he should get the ball even more with Witten being gone. So I, I think Des being out of that environment, and and I think that's going to help. I think it's going to help Dak a lot.
1: They will miss Witten though. I, yeah, I, mean, I know, were, I know yes. he's 58 years old, but they're going to miss <laughs> yeah. Jason Witten. Yeah, yeah. Because he played. That dude never came out of the lineup. Yeah. And no, he's a security be, blanket for a young quarterback. Sorry.
2: Witten's Wh- huge. No, Witten is is huge. Rico Gathers yeah. is the guy who might replace him. He, he played basketball at Baylor. And he started out, I think, on their practice team. And then he was signed last year. So he's one of those guys who was just kind of learning the ropes of football more than anything. Remember that name when you're fantasy drafts. Remember that name when you're watching the season. When they take him? What Rico round? Gathers. I think he was a six-round pick two years ago.
1: Okay, okay. Um,
2: but so where'd you have him ended up? Where the Vikings end up?
1: Uh, I'd like to think if I picked him to go 12-4 and four, that they would at least make it to the NFC Championship game. I'm kind of with Manny. I think they make the playoffs, but they might be out earlier than that. I think they might lose in the division. Just based realm. on you all are basing that more on the opponent and the strength
2: of the NFC. Yeah. Anything, oh yeah. hundred percent. Right? Not not that like they're
1: gonna do something to the NFC East. Philly's still gonna be good. Oh, and they're getting Carson Wentz back. Dangerous. I think Dallas is an improved team yeah. over a year ago. Like Manny said, they were the number one seed two seasons ago. Yeah. And had they not lost Zeke, they would they would have been a playoff team last year had they not lost him for six games. I think the Gi- Giants are going to be better, and Saquon Barkley is going to be the rookie. I tell you year. what,
2: I saw that kid Woo. the other night, and he's just built to do whatever he wants on he's the football gonna be field. That,
1: he's going to be that guy that walks into the NFL and is immediately good. Yeah. No, you can already because see. Because when he was playing college football, he was a man playing against boys. You can see the tools and the strength and the gifts he has.
0: And if, Pat, Pat Shermer is going to figure out a way to use hole. that kid really oh. well. yeah,
2: I mean, you, he, he's so versatile. It's amazing how quickly we've gone from the north-south Adrian Peterson running back of a decade ago mm-hmm. to the Saquon Barkleys who, you know, you're going to use him at wide out in some situation slot. Uh, he can run. He can block. He can do it all. And not that to team. mention,
1: they also are going to have a motivated Odell Beckham in a contract year. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just got to stay healthy. That's going to be the biggest thing with him. If he stays healthy, oh, they're dangerous. I don't think
2: – you could look at the Giants if you were the Viking, let's say Vikings, and assume anything. I mean, there are a bunch of teams: with the Giants, San Fran. You mentioned Seattle, Chicago, Detroit.
0: Like, you can't make assumptions against those teams. I don't think they're going to be good. There's going to be a couple teams. Yeah, we might see a couple a couple nine and seven teams in the NFC not make the playoffs. And, I can see and, it, and it will be kind of a shame because the NFC I think is far superior over the AFC right now. The AFC is like. New England and everybody else, and Jack, you know Jacksonville, maybe Pittsburgh but, is good. Yeah, Pittsburgh, well, but I think it's really in the AFC. It's going to be those three teams, and then everybody else. It's like <laughs> good luck. Would you
2: be disappointed if the Vikings lost in the divisional round this year? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's wh- Super Bowl or bust. That's that's
1: so that's the attitude now. The attitude now for be. Vikings fans is Super Bowl. Or leave me alone. Super Absol- Bowl, enough. At least it should be. You should, went out I, and spent ninety million dollars guaranteed on a quarterback. No, I I I agree with that. Yeah, but they better get that scrutiny
2: though. Like yeah. you better get treated like that all season. So so you cannot make any excuses for this team this year. Because so the thing because the thing if if of it, it is you can't have it both ways.
0: Because the thing of it is is. I mean, they have to put their money where their where their mouth is. They Better? Because you let Kay, you, you let Case Keenum go. Case Keenum had a good year for you. And you yep. And and I was I was okay with letting him go, but okay, you went and you gave Kirk Cousins all this money because you thought he was a better option for you yeah. than Case Keenum. And Case Keenum got you to the, you know, you can call it luck or however you want. Case Keenum got you to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, he and did. So now the the idea has to be Kirk Cousins can do more for us. It better so, be so for ninety million. You better get to the. You got to get to the Super Bowl, so, and if you don't, it's a disappointment.
2: I'm glad you both said that. That a Super Bowl or bust, because that's how I'm going to treat them all season, and that's how everyone should treat them. I don't want to hear any of the. Well, they're figuring things out. Well, they've got this thing going for them. You know what? Kirk Cousins is getting adjusted to the team around him and building chemistry. I don't care about any of that stuff with the Minnesota Vikings. You pay $90 million to get this quarterback. Yep. You invested in this team. You got Dalvin Cook back. You got potentially the number one defense in the NFL. Preach. You have the pieces. You just signed Stephon Diggs. I don't want to hear any of this cupcake stuff about the Minnesota Vikings this year if they struggle. That is not the situation they are in anymore. You need to treat them. You need to treat them the same way that teams in this position get treated around the country. That's what you do if you're going for a Super Bowl and you're a Minnesota Vikings fan. We'll be back after this. Myron Metcalf here, back on the ride with Royce. We uh, will go to Johnny for an update, but but real quick, Johnny, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Um,
3: Prince, where does he rank him on, like, the best guitars of all time? Uh, he's a very good guitar player. There was a little overhype, I thought, when he died. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody's saying, the greatest guitarist. Well, uh, you know, he, yeah. he's very good. Like played, Jimmy Page. is. I mean, who, I mean, who's at the top? Like Who's the, at the top for rock? See, I'm a, I like jazz a lot, and most of the jazz players can kill all the rock guys in terms of, you know, really? chops of knowledge. Uh, wow. <laughs> but uh but the rock guys, I guess I, I like uh, Jimmy Page is a very good guitar player. Um, uh, Hendrix was obviously a very good guitar player. I like weird guys like uh, Jeff Baxter. He used to play with the Doobies and Steely Dan. Okay, Larry Carlton, a wonderful guitar player. He used to play with Steely Dan a lot. The guys like that. I'm, I'm a little more on that side of things, nice. I guess. I'm, well, I'm old. I people always say I must be old because I like old jazz players. <laughs> no, it's, hey. Good is good for me across genres, so I always yeah. appreciate hearing it. But yeah, no. Myron, unlike
4: Reavers, I refuse to jump in until uh, the minor, uh, minute details of my life. Uh, but I was bummed out when you didn't ask me the question you asked Johnny uh, last hour concert. Best concert, Miles Davis. You oh, saw Miles Davis Miles. when Prince owned what was called Glam Slam. Sure. And on the night I saw Miles Davis, I met Prince. What? Really. Shut up. You saw really?
2: Miles Davis and Met Prince the yeah. Have you his, ever been
4: to Glam there? Slam? I have not. Glam Slam, or what was Glam Slam, I don't even know what it's called now, uh, but uh, it has an upper deck for the special people, mm-hmm. okay. and the deck goes back behind the stage, and if you know anything about Miles, Miles, one of his deals was turning his back to his audience for whatever yeah. reason, but <laughs> it was oh, so my. cool. I got to stand on the upper deck behind the stage and see the IQs and the looks that Miles was giving different members of his band as his back was to the audience. It was the best show I've ever seen.
2: What was that, Filled with jealousy. Yeah, that was so cool. Kind of Blue was my introduction to music. Kind of Blues. That was right before he passed
4: away, actually. I I think he died within six to eight months after that. Mm. And what really bummed me out is I found out much later, I think I found out when Prince passed away, that Prince had him out to his studio, Paisley. Really? And they jammed and did a bunch of stuff. I and I saw Prince a bunch of times out there at private parties, but I wasn't at that night. And I can you imagine seeing oh, Prince oh. and mm. Miles on the same stage? And you know they were just winging it. They're just jamming. Oh, sure. They're my, just having fun. My jaw would have been on the floor. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, You win, but you you're win right. Best K- you would, yes. You're right. Kind of blue.
2: Oh, awesome, awesome album. Yeah, yeah. I am filled with jealousy. <laughs> what, what are
3: we doing this segment? <laughs> what are we? What are we doing I think about? we're doing an update. But I'd rather talk. Davis. To <laughs> oh <my> goodness! On <laughs> this update, sponsored by Burlington, make Burlington stores your back-to-school headquarters and save big: shoes, backpacks, lunch bags, plus casual looks and basics. Your favorite brand names for less. Burlington style for everyone. Twins and Tigers in Detroit tonight. Irvin Santana goes for the Twins. Jordan Zimmerman for the Tigers. Twins lined up to face Zimmerman. Maurer, Rosario, Polanco. Forsyth hits cleanup tonight. Kepler, Garver, Morrison, Cave, and Adrian Zola. Boy, Zimmerman has not been good since the Tigers gave him that big contract, has he? Not at all. Uh, The Twins have put Aldoberto Mejia on the 10-day disabled list. He has a left wrist strain. Uh, You might remember he came out after five innings Tuesday against Cleveland because of that strain. To take his spot on the roster, the Twins recalled righty Tyler Duffy. Twins also recalled Tyler Austin, the first baseman outfielder they got from the Yankees in the Lance Lynn trade. Uh, They did that because they traded uh, last night Fernando Rodney to the A's uh, for minor league pitcher Dakota Chalmers that created a spot uh, on the 25-man, and that will be filled by Austin. Uh, one afternoon game today. I was in the ninth when I came in here. Uh, Washington uh, was losing to the Cubs 3-2 to two in that one. The Timberwolves will open the NBA season on the road for this fifth straight consecutive season. The team's opener is Wednesday, October 16th in San Antonio. Their home opener, Friday, October 19th, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James and the Lakers will be at the Target Center on October 29th and January 6th. And Golden State, of course, the defending NBA champion, they'll be here March 19th and March 29th. The Minnesota will play 13 games on national TV, three on TNT, nine on ESPN or ABC. The Wolves have 12 back-to-backs. The NBA average will be 13.3. Longest homestand, five games in November, late November. Longest road trip is five games, that in early November. Maya Moore with 34 points. Sylvia Fowles broke her own franchise single-season rebounding record. The Lynx beat Las Vegas last night to clinch their eighth straight playoff spot. The Lynx will play Seattle at the Target Center on
0: Sunday. They're going to need Maya to pretty much have games like that the rest of the way, I think, because when she struggles, the entire team has trouble.
3: Vikings play their first preseason game this weekend. They're in Denver to play the Broncos. They'll see, of course, their quarterback from last year, Case Keenum. And President Trump reacted, as expected today, to NFL player demonstrations during the National Anthem, saying that, quote, a football game is no place to protest and calling for players who protest to be suspended without pay. Miami Dolphins players Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson knelt behind teammates who lined up standing along the sideline. Defensive end Robert Quinn stood and raised his right fist, as he did during the anthem last season while with the Rams. Elsewhere, Jaguars' Telvin Smith, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Fournette, and T.J. Yeldon were not on the field when the anthem was played before their game against New Orleans. Team officials said it would be up to the players to explain why they weren't on the field. Uh, President Trump this morning tweeting... Be happy. No, uh, the NFL players are at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the National Anthem. Numerous players from different teams want to show their outrage at something that most of them are unable to define. They make a fortune doing what they love. That ended one tweet. Then in a later tweet, he said, be happy, be cool. Be cool. I can't see Donald
0: Trump saying that. I'm I'm shocked, shocked by that response (laughs) by the the president. Me too.
2: We'll be back after this. back here on the ride with Roycey on a Friday. Hope you are headed uh home or somewhere fun, headed home for a little bit and then get out and do some fun stuff uh because it's still a nice nice day and we don't get many of these. That's right. Um so I tr- for work I travel a bunch, right? And I always feel like I'm the ambassador to Minnesota because people have whatever assumptions. Is it cold there? Is you know all this whatever. Stuff you deal with whenever you go out of town. But I thought about this, you know, because I'm always trying to give people a sense of the vibe in Minnesota. If if someone were coming here for the first time and they were trying to decide, you know, which let's say they were moving here mm-hmm. and they were going to buy season tickets, but they can only buy season tickets for one team. Like and and not just the team and the quality of the team, but and money doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. Okay. Not just the team, but but the atmosphere, the vibe the support, I think I would tell that person to buy wild tickets. I think I I would steer them to the wild. If if you want to just become a Minnesotan and you're going to buy season tickets for one team in this town, I would say the wild because I think they've got the most loyal fan base. I think they have an atmosphere that, you know, I, I think they have the best atmosphere too. I'll say that. Um, U.S. Bank Stadium is is bigger and louder, but I don't know that it's uh, necessarily more intense than what you get at a wild no, game. No,
1: it's it's the, you're right. the 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 intensity is definitely the highest at the at the X for wild a wild home game.
2: I, I think I would tell them to buy season tickets for the Wild <laughs> but, over the Vikings. Is that dumb? The,
1: here's how you and I think differently. <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay, who has the fewest number of home games? Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> well, like, this is an ideal, you know, scenario where—I
1: mean, obviously, a lot more games. You know who I would pick? In all honesty, who? It, it, and it—it's never going to happen. But if—if if it was all at what we would call a a playoff yeah. level or at a at a high level, yeah, I would pick Gopher football. If Gopher football was—if it were—if it was a team that was in contention every year for maybe a shot at. Representing at the Big Ten championship game, if if yeah. they if they because college football's fun, yes, college, it is, and yes, the atmosphere at college football games is a blast. Only when you're winning, like if you it said, was, if it was on par with like the Hawkeyes down in Iowa, mm-hmm. oh, it would be that a, would be a party. It would be fun. It'd be huge. I mean, I think there's still that
2: potential with PJ Fleck. Um, plus, plus, it's six games. It is six games. <laughs> but if, if I were telling someone to, you know, he, here's the best of Minnesota, I, I would send them to the Wild.
1: Yeah. What's yeah. you,
2: Manny? What, what would you? where would you tell well, them to he's put their money? Pick
1: the Timberwolves,
2: come on! No, this well, is someone. This is someone coming <laughs> in who who's not from here, and you're steering them toward a team that's going to give them a positive vibe about this. But place. hockey
1: is such a is you know. Is it someone that doesn't really follow hockey that you're telling this to, or is this someone that does? Oh, I don't I, think you have to love hockey to like the Wild to go, I, and to go to a game at I, the X, I am yeah. not. I am not a you're right, from
2: you're right. from you know. I'm not a guy who was raised on hockey. I'm not a guy who, you know, we had the Admirals in Milwaukee. We didn't have an NHL team. Uh, I watch everything with the Wild when I can, and I, I'm—I consider myself a fan. I'm not a native fan, but I, I love everything about the Wild.
0: I would say, I would say the Wild. If it, were, if you were talking playoffs, if you were talking like go to a Wild playoff game, then that would probably be the first place I would send somebody
2: but where would you send season tickets man
0: season tickets Mm.
2: they've got it this is how they're going to get introduced because sports is the beacon for a major market right Mm -hmm. and people go to games and based on how based on what they see at games is, is what makes them go oh people in Minnesota people in Texas People in LA are like this.
1: What if uh what if I'm looking at the resale market for my season oh, tickets? Oh my goodness, you all Can you just give me a straight Can we can you all just go with me on this Let's scenario? See, what can make more money off oh, you got how
2: many games? <laughs> how much money can I make? Hey, I'm are they making in the playoffs or here. not? I'm saying someone from out of town is moving here. I'm you sending know, them to the The other
1: thing too, if if we're talking about winning clubs, the 2010 season when we were st- we still had the Twins in 2010, that was a Blast that was that, that was. Yeah, and granted, yeah. I know Target Field was brand new,
0: but it was a great atmosphere at yeah. Target Field that summer. I, I I think one to to think about too would be go for basketball if they're like really good. Now it's oh the barn gets rocking. Yeah, I mean because that place I I just remember I wasn't there, but I remember watching it on TV when. Indiana. Oh came my in, goodness. And I was Indiana, there. Indiana, I think, was number one in the country because they had Cody yep. Zeller and yeah, uh, I was all there. the people on those guys. And the Gophers beat them. That was crazy. That was and they, stro- yeah, you know, they stormed. Yeah, we stormed the court, the court and, court, and that's everything. Right. Yeah. That I was, was there. That was like wow.
1: That was, it, it had
0: been years since we had seen the barn rocking like that. That was a great game.
2: Um I mean, Gophers basketball, it's not a bad season ticket. You, you know my challenge with this though? I think ideally. What I would love to say to somebody from out of town who was coming here and they want to become a sports fan and they want to buy season tickets, I'd love to tell them to buy season tickets to the Twins. Because in terms of uh, a stadium, venue, it's the best one, in my opinion. Uh, in terms of just where you are and, and just being in the heart of the city and what that could be, I would love to tell them the Twins. But that's just not the case right now. I think the Wild to me, even more so than the Vikings. And I'm, maybe some people are listening and going, "Wait, you wouldn't send them to the Vikings? You wouldn't send them to watch the Minnesota Vikings, a team that reached the NFC Championship Championship Game?" No, that, I would.
1: I wouldn't do it. US Bank though is a pretty fun vibe.
2: It, it is. Like I'm not saying it's it's number two to me. Yeah. Uh, but I would pick the Wild if it was everything, everything involved. You know, seventh in that area isn't as crazy as US Bank Stadium is around that time, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. M- maybe that's maybe that's wrong, but I feel like I would steer them
1: toward the wild. Of course. You know what? You might be right. Why? Because now I got 41 games I can oh, resell my as opposed goodness. to, as opposed you to, to eight. You all are just the- completely ruining, <laughs> to ruining this scenario, man. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
2: Metcalf, uh, back here on the ride with Roycey. We were talking about um, whether or not I was high maintenance for ordering all drummies with my barbecue <laughs> wings. Here's what. Here's another thing I wanted to add with that. Still hung up. Um, on that. No, I just want to add this part. <laughs> uh, boneless wings are frauds. Like they're fraudulent
1: foods. They're oversized chicken nuggets. And if
2: you order them, I will judge you. Like th- to me, there's. There's bone, bone in wings are wings. Like when I say wings, I'm not talking about whoa, 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 this whoa. boneless what stuff. About,
1: what about Popeyes? What do you mean? What's wrong with Popeyes? That's a essentially an oversized boneless wing, right? No, I, but you're, 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 when I say wings, are you, are you, I'm talking about. But okay, you're talking okay. about what
0: they're called. You're not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not talking about like the actual flight. part. Okay. Gotcha. I'm
2: talking about when I order wings, boneless wings to me are frauds. Damn it, no, I want Popeye. They're frauds. Boneless <laughs> wings if to me, what's the point of boneless wings? Will somebody
1: explain that to me? I think a- it's because come, it's the people that want to eat it with a fork that don't want to get it. You nasty. don't eat wings
2: with a fork though.
1: No, get, that's that's my point. Yeah, that is if, the if you're the guy that's on lunch and you gotta go back to a meeting or whatever. You know, it's it's a prac it's a practical purpose or it serves a practical purpose.
2: But it it feels like it's sacrificing the essence of what a wing is supposed to be. You're supposed to get in there and get messy. That's why they got the wet naps and stuff, right? Yeah. Are you guys boneless wing guys?
0: No, I mean I'll I'll eat them, but I don't like I don't I've never really understood the point of calling them boneless. Hey. I just they're, they I view them as chicken tenders, much like. Or Chicken strips. Much like in
1: South Minneapolis, you'll see these signs. Yeah. All are welcome here. Yeah. I <laughs> don't judge. I take on all wings. I, I am anti boneless <laughs> wing lovers. I'm against them. I, I think they are. Um, okay.
2: But if, if you're, make... let's
1: say you're at a grad party. Okay. And someone says, hey, the food's over there. Grab yourself something to drink and whatever. If there's a big heap and pile of boneless wings, do not tell me you're going to turn them down.
2: Oh, I, I'm.
0: A, Free Especially food, they free have, like, food for a black man Black man them. with
2: free food. Yeah, I ain't turning that right. down. Ain't that right? I'm getting a plate for me and my mom. Damn right. <laughs> ain't no way I'm turning that. Now wait a minute. Hold can on. It, hold on, on Reavers. Preach hold on that one, brother. Wait dog. a minute, Reavers. I'm not. Don't. I'm not crazy. That's right. I'm just saying my preference is bone-in wings. I'm not. I'm not turning out some free boneless wings at a grab. Par- and I'm as you're you you done, I'm going straight to the party. Y'all know I don't like boneless, right? I'm bringing Tupperware. third I'm bringing. I'm bringing aluminum foil. That is going to be a meal for me for the rest of the weekend. Oh, my God. They're going to be like, oh, we had three trays of boneless wings. Yeah. 30 minutes later, we got two trays of burnt boneless <laughs> wings. What happened? I don't know. Somebody was around here grabbing
1: a bunch of wings. I knew a guy, and I won't say what location he lived in, but. He lived for grad party season. Oh, he would just roam house to house. It's fun, right? Say, hey, they're in a grad party over there. I'm because they got some, some food. good food oh. and they always order too much. Yeah. And he'd always pay. It's almost like the wedding crashers. Yes. You know, yes. oh, you, hey, congrats, Timmy. Exactly. You know, where are you heading to school? He's oh. like, Who the hell is this guy? Hey, you
2: give me a free <laughs> plate with some boneless wings involved. No, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't make this rant in that situation, but I just feel like it is a fraudulent food. It's one I'll eat. So maybe I'm being fraudulent too. You will hold your nose while you're eating. Well, it. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'll eat it. I just think you're either getting wings or you're not. But no, if they're free, yeah, I'm, I'm right there. Absolutely, I'm bringing, I'm bringing my mama. You just and want cousins. them to be called like
0: tenders hey, Tyrone, or chicken strips or something. Tyrone, like that. you
2: want some boneless wings? <laughs> hey, come on through this grab party right quick. They're giving out boneless wings. I told you they do that out here. Always having grab parties with free food. We'll be back for more after this.